Facts over feelings with my boy Spider Loke. Podcast. We back again like we never left. We keep it a Google for death. I have a very special guest. He might be new to y'all, somewhat old to me. He's my brother, uh, Mohawk Matt. What's I'm going to need Spider? an explanation as how we got to the name. East Mohawk Matt, what that is? What's up, dog? Man, East welcome, off, man. man. Facts over feelings. Before we get cracking, your name, your moniker is like, it's so catchy. You know, if I had to, when I told Alex, yeah, uh, Mohawk Matt was coming. When he saw you from down there, he he admitted that he expected to see a mohawk. So <laughs> everybody says that. Yeah, when you get the tag so, mohawk, Matt, without the mohawk. When I kind of transitioned to a different stage of my life, uh, I've always been a little bit. Don't laugh at me for this. I've always been a little bit into anything '80s punk rock and that kind of music. I always had a mohawk back and forth growing up. But as I got a little older and got out to join, I thinned out a little bit, so <laughs> I couldn't grow the mohawk. So if you notice, I got a mohawk tattooed on my head in That's mohawk so letters. Goes right down the center like a mohawk. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Welcome to the spot, man. Thank you, dog. I've been meaning to ask you that for a while. Everybody does. I want to draw everybody's attention to the sullen wear. Don't sleep. Don't slip. Let them know where they can get that and what this represents. Sullenclothing.com. We're the biggest tattoo art collective in the world. We take tattoo art from anywhere, from any artist that's amazing, and we put it on T-shirts to sell it. we got a good Instagram, Sullen Clothing, Sullen Family. How do I refer you to an artist? Send any artist to me and I'll get it to the top dogs. Uncle Jeremy, Color Crimes, shout out. Um, any artist, uh, just submit it, to, get it to me or get it to them on Instagram. Have you ever heard of Mop Ink Tattoo? Yeah, of course I have. Tattoo Danny, you know? Yeah. I don't know him personally, but I've heard of the, heard of the that's collective. My that's my partner. Man. Right on. Yeah. He, he, tattoo Danny's really responsible for this whole arm all the way yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what's up. I'm going to put you in touch with him. Yeah, please do. So, um... As far as the selling movement, what is your affiliation? How can you give people an idea of like what what do you do there? Or I uh, I do a lot of social media. I run a, a couple of the apps. Um, one of them full time. The main app I help out Uncle Jeremy with half the week. I uh, I'm one of the main models doing videos, modeling um, a little bit of the recruitment. We find people like yourself and other people of influence in the communities, and we like to get and them wanna, in our gear. I, wanna, I know I, w- I would love to make it a lot more permanent, but I want to uh, thank you. And let the people over there know I appreciate the affiliation, the sponsorship. They've been keeping me with gear and the conversation that's going on. I would like to keep it going on. It'll be a blue. We would love that as well, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, but besides the modeling and videos, I do, like I said, recruitment. I find people, we're trying to move more into LA culture and style too. So that's going to be coming up. I do a lot of the computer orders, and uh, I have a new position that's a secret. to be starting after the first of the year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Do, Thank they, you. They, do, they, do they actually have a, an urban department? Not a technical urban department, but I would, if I'm not speaking too forward, that's kind of what I've been trying to do, blend more of our L.A. culture. Because, you know, like at the end of the day, we can say what we want. We all get along. We all intermingle. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to our areas, like me and you know, you got the Orange County, the Dago, you got the right. Valleys, you right. got... Los, you got right. South Central. You know, we got our areas. We're all different a little bit right. in styles. And we're. I'm trying to bring more of to this. To accentuate the differences. Yes, yes, because we have a lot of that at rest. But, but L.A. is coming. But, like, I see we have some very simple pieces on now. Yeah. But I, we have, just to give an idea, there's yeah. a large range of different styles and, and looks. Um, tattoos are tied in with the whole concept yeah. of the clothing. I see, we see. You have a ton of tattoos. Lots, bro. Now, there's a difference in the culture between street tattoos and prison tattoos. Totally. Are we to assume that you didn't receive all these uh, on the street, right? Tech, you're right. You're very right. I can yeah. imagine. By what percentage of your tattoos received on the street versus... F- funny enough, lately, I've been redoing all them prison tattoos. I can tell you got some brand new colors. Yeah, well, I got some new. I've been trying to, you know, expand. Ex- explore and get all of this course. new stuff from all these amazing artists. I'm I'm very fortunate to meet some of the best artists in the world working with this company. Some mm. great and great guys. That's right. And I've been don't have much room left, huh? No, I don't, bro. Hey, Spider, I'm in those uncomfortable spots for me and the homie, bro. You don't have. To, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Wait, we're gonna change. But tell me this: <laughs> what? How do you? 
I, I, I want to just give everybody their props. I know it's a very common thing these days, but I have quite a few tattoos. I could never imagine. How do y'all come to grips with this? Well, for me, like I was just, I just did another podcast called Blasted last night and we spoke on that. It's okay. a big thing because like, you know, nowadays you see kids, uh, yeah. Showing up first one, homie, I need an eight. Let me yeah. get an AK. Let me, I right. want a grenade. I want the hood in my, on my, right. slow down. Like most, in our day, we started under the shirt. Right. We were not, like my, yes, I had half, first. and again, I served my country. I was in the U.S. Navy, so yes, I had to have them. For your thank you, sir. Thank you. I had to have them underneath t-shirt level. Mm. As I grew, got out of that, grew and grew, I went to jail. I, I ran out of broom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you hit the neckline, there's nothing left. You start, right. I started the neck and then little, oh man, okay, now I'm no more room. And I'm not gonna lie, I feel like it kind of became an addiction, especially since I got it sober does. and it's a good addiction. It does. And then it just grew and grew. And now I'm at the place where I'm going over all that prison stuff. If it meant something from prison, there's some of them I had to remove, which were good. Mm-hmm. And then there's some of them that meant something that I keep and I'll just have those redone. But then there's some of them that I'm not touching because they're so sentimental. Just but for based the, on your life experience. Yeah, you know, right. you know what I'm talking about. Based on life, we, we earn things, that. we get things that are, that are good to us yes. and, and our, in our areas. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. For a lot of people from the outside looking in, you being a wood, yeah. me being uh, uh, affiliated with the Crip um, car, from a prison perspective, you mind sharing how much time you've done? I did 19 years. In one stretch? Uh, that was collective of three, and then a juvenile series too. All CDC, all CDC. Salute, yeah, all CDC. My salute to him, y'all, is not celebrating that. There is, I know what he's been up to since he's been out, and there's a sense of me having pride and accomplishments because that is enough to crush a lot of spirits. Yeah, and for him to come out on the other side, a whole nother man, and to be able to be productive—that's the salute. Not yeah. congratulating anyone for. Um, yeah actually being robbed of that much of their yeah. freedom yeah. any man um key points in life any lessons you learn from being behind the wall i know you learn a lot of things but anything that you can pinpoint that you took and you've utilized since you've been out that you can say has been beneficial for you to stay on the right path i heard you mention sobriety how did you get to the point well, where what you just said is very important okay. and i speak on the first thing you said a lot i speak to a lot of people because i tell a lot of people you know like it or not there's differences Mm-hmm. you me but i've told people one of the best things i learned in the joint you learn how to respect the motherfuckers you learn how to network you learn how to be social you learn how to get along with people i don't have to necessarily like you at all or or but i will respect you at oh a God. high level and you but but when you come to terms with that and you get over any type of uh, setbacks you have in your own mind whether it be racism whether it be that hood this hood politics religion when you get past that, man, I've been around some of the best motherfuckers in the world, whether you Crips, Bloods, Woods, Skinheads, Essays. I got some homies that that I keep real close to my heart. And when I met you, I think I told you, I got a couple, you know, when you're down, some of the strangest things happen and some yes, of the sir. strangest people become your friends. And Preach. I got two black homies that have, that to this day, we did a lot of time, we've been involved in riots and I still touch base with them. They have my back. And it's funny because you never well, guess who would have your back in a time right. when you really need it? That's so deep. Yeah. Have you ever been involved in um, riots yes. opposite of them or like where it was? Yeah, and we... I've been involved. No, I break bread. When you got a homie, I mean, I don't... I, one thing I don't like to do is expose game, but but there's been situations okay. where like me and me and, me and, me and a homie who was a crip and me and a homie who was a blood, like we were close enough to where he'd be like, hey, hey don't hit the yard today. That's on my mind. And, I, and I'll hit it right out the, out, the, out the yard release. I'll hit it right to the canteen. I'll hit it right to that shower stall real quick. I want I wanted to jump out there with you on that because I know how that's a touchy subject. Yeah. It wasn't the yard. We was in Supermax. Yeah. But it was a friend oh, was of mine. in Supermax. It was cracking. I had a friend of mine who was um, a Serenio, but he was actually from Pinoy Real. Yeah. But we went to high school together in Glendale. Yeah. And we was like this. Yeah. And our teens, we ended up in Supermax yeah. in a dorm yeah. where the tension was cracked. I know, dog. I know. So, Shoes no. on all day. Yeah. Dog. Sleep with them. So yeah. it, we got to a point where it, we was so close that we made our business to like sit on the bench slightly back to back. Yeah. Not really focusing on each other and have a low key conversation. Yeah. And I initiated the conversation. What I told him was, hey, fool, you know it ain't no love loss if it cracked, but I ride with my people. And he was like, me too, fool. I'm like, yeah, I say, if we do, we just do our best to try to avoid yeah. each other. And yeah. we were we were fortunate to not have to have to yeah. deal with it one-on-one, but I yeah. know that element. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And we became good friends because of that. Yes. And it was a friendship. You know what? It's a bond. It's just like fighting a war. There Respect to the military because it's the same thing. Like what we go through on the streets 
And and in jail, like I was telling someone also there that you have to respect your enemies and people you fight, and yes. and in that respect comes a bond and a friendship that you yes. have no idea. Even if you even if we ended up having to fight, we would get up and I would help that man right. up because it's just I'm you know what I mean. Like it's just something you go through going to war. Even as coming up in our environments yep. of uh, roughness as kids and boys, there's a lot of stories. You that's the old adage you often hear that a lot of best friends started off fighting. Yep. I can look through my experience, yeah. and if we didn't actually fight. Yeah. A lot of the tightest cats I ended up with in the streets, we were at least bumping heads when yeah. we met. My homie T-Mac from Q102, neighborhood to the neighborhood, East East to the homie. I swear to God, we met, it was hella tension. Yeah. It almost went up. Yeah. And it turned into where we got to like this. Yeah. Uh, another example I could think of, rest in peace, young Flo from Lantana. When we first met, we was bucking heads like yeah. rams. It almost went to a head. And yeah. then we ended up spending years of like, yeah. so I, that is a, a element of just growing up that yeah. I've seen happen a lot of yeah. times. Yeah. I know you from the east side like me. Give yep. us an idea of the uh, environment you grew up in, the area, town. Well, I grew up in uh, San Fernando Valley, east side of the valley. Yep. He's up. He's up. Mm -hmm. um, east Valley kid, I uh, between the cities of Mission Hills and Sun Valley. Sun Valley's a little rough. It's a... Uh, it's urban. It's I want to say urban, but it's like industrial. Okay, a lot of car wrecking yards and some pro mm -hmm. couple projects. And my neighborhood's right alongside Pacoima, so I'm sure everybody knows about Pacoima. It's cracking. Yeah, Pacoima is pretty um, popular these days, but yeah. it's so ironic that the most person popular person from Pacoima these days doesn't speak of Pacoima much. I don't know why. Hmm. It's like Pacoima would be larger at this point based on they have such a large um, popular representative, but. Yeah, it's like the cat spends more time talking about L.A. and Compton than the aerospace of Pacoima, but mm. go out, go yeah. ahead and finish. Yeah, <laughs> so so uh, east side of the valley, it's a little, it's a, we're, we're more urban, a little bit more rough in that end of the valley. The rest, like you know, the west side's cool with the valley, but it's just it's nicer. Right, they got a couple gangs, but it's like who you fighting? Bro. Your enemies are forty miles apart in in Pacoima, Sun Valley, San Fernando, North Hollywood. We got like we're not. I never. I always give respect to LA because you guys got blocks on blocks. Every block. Some block has two gangs, two hoods. You got SAs and and blacks. You got. You know what I mean? Like some some streets right. is divided by sometimes three hoods on one street. In the valley, yeah. we're fortunate to have we take streets and then right. or, and or whole cities. Right. Cedars, right. San Fernando, Pacoima. All oh, this is love. Yeah. So yeah. we 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 have, but we have the most in our end of the valley. Mm -hmm. Okay. Minus the Sepulveda area, the Columbus and Langan area is rough. Okay. To this day, that's probably still the most cracking in the valley. Did you were, were you were you raised by mom and dad? Yeah, I got a middle class white family. White family, basic bare minimum middle class. Yeah. Or is there any religious involved in the upbringing? I mean, we were. I went to Catholic elementary school. We were Catholic, turned Christian over the years, but nothing major, nothing no, nothing serious. I was raised very yeah, me too. But what was it that about life that caused you not to go that path and choose the path that we chose? You know, I, I grew up playing sports and stuff. I was pretty good in baseball and soccer. And uh, I feel like it was graffiti. When graffiti hit the streets in the mm. 90s, that's what turned my head back. and heavy. I was huge. Graffiti just became the sole epicenter of my life. Wow, that's deep. You know, and as it grew, as you know, graffiti grows into... Other things. Other yeah. things, yeah. It just got worse from there. So how about gang activity did it start on the streets or did it start? starts on the streets for me my, my tag and crew joined the gang and, and it, it just evolved Migrated. snowballed from there yeah was your gang a, a all-white gang were there other members outside? no my gang was like just a base we, we were just we were gta diablos turned in eventually over the years evolved into being a south side neighborhood yeah i've heard things i'm, I'm kind of familiar about but not everybody from your gang chose to be south side even no. though no, right. uh, like like me, I chose, I love my neighborhood and I will always respect and love right. my neighborhood, but I chose to stay white when I went right. to the joint. And do you call, does it have cause tension between you and your homies that some, did go that way? Them, some of them it does, yeah. You know, like my older homies, my OGs, they, they most for the most part, most of them respect me, but there's a lot of them that just want to hate and talk shit because it is what it is. You mind speaking a little um, deeper into the idea of how culture and gang and classification can cause friction in the system well, a lot of people I mean, don't know a lot of people yeah a lot of people don't know and understand how serious like that choice when you hit the joint you got one choice when you get there what 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 uh right. like the the appropriate word whether we like it or not is race you're right. gonna it's you're race. gonna you're gonna pick your race you're gonna stay right. with your race or you're gonna choose to identify with another race which there's good and bad you can either you, you 
you choose another race and another group, whether you're a white boy who's a it's South so Sider. deep that the system gives you the opportunity yes. to put affiliation before yes. race. They have yes. to have a system of how yes. they're going to house you yeah. for safety. Mm -hmm. you, typically, it's race if yeah. you're not affiliated, but affiliation goes before race. So yeah. if, if Matt happened to be from Harlem Crip, raised in the ghetto yep. with the blacks, when he got to prison, he would have the option to choose yeah. to be with a black crip before yeah. they would put him in. Other yeah. than that, he would be in there with someone of his race. But yeah. I didn't mean and to cut I, you off. So you can choose, like like he's saying, you can choose your race, but your affiliation with the gang sometimes. Like like I got a few homeboys that run Southside, and that means their bed car goes Mexican. Yeah. You know what I mean? I chose to be white because I am white, and I. But at the same time, like like I network with everybody, and I fuck with my neighborhood, and and um, it's just a choice I made. People, some people don't like it. Some do. I've been getting I some flack. Some people. I've been getting some flack for it, calling me a traitor. But hey, I mean, you know what I mean. That's you don't understand what that's like. My gang wasn't really evolved that far when I went to the joint, mm. and there was a whole green light situation, and mm. you know it was rough back then. Things were different. Wanna, I don't even want to talk. I appreciate you, yeah. but you know when you start talking about those colors, those yeah. are deeper than the white, black, I know, and brown. You're right. So you're right. I don't even want to, you know, cause that. But my my thing is this. I um, I had an experience where I was in prison at one time. Yeah. And I had a celly that I didn't want to trade for the world. He was an older dude. Yeah. Let me have the top bunk. We didn't have to talk. We didn't do nothing. He was clean. He out of my way. It was perfect jelly. Mm -hmm. And one day, I swear to God, this little white boy popped up at my cell with like the Richie Rich jail spikes going back. And he was like, man, I'm a little low down from 11 made East Coast. I just got out the hole. Every yard I go to, it go up. The woods is on me. The uh, the, uh, the warden told me if I can't find no homie to get in the cell with, he going to put me in the cell with a wood, cuz. He was like, cuz, he, he get off that wooty whoop on it. It was like I had 15. I had no time to check. He, I was just on the Damn. spot with all on my. On the spot. Yeah, he had the paper for me to sign, like right there. <laughs> Marriage at, chrono, yeah. I looked at, I could tell it was like, I'm like, oh. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm on crib shit, cuz it's a homie. Yeah, I yeah. signed the paper that night once we did the change. Hey, but this the thing mm -hmm. the warden, once we did, no, no, I didn't find this. I'm gonna tell you, I found this out later. So, uh, we in the so he that night in the cell, cuz just talking to cuz, I could tell, cuz something right, he ain't from the hood. So, oh, I man. give him the opportunity. I say, bro, if you got put on while you've been in jail, let me know. He got the hood tattooed on his back arms, he is white as you, yeah. This motherfuckers is still peeling pink, mm. scabbing up. I'm like, like he just did it himself in a hole or something. No, homies, he might really. When I'm, when I'm, you know, it can go like this. It can. I've seen it homies get go. put on. I got a homeboy yeah, got put on receipt in the joint. Yes, and this, yeah. look, you see how you you look solid, sturdy. Yeah. He he, he was have no schooling, nothing. He was pencilly, wiry. Yeah. He's he, he telling me stories of Valencia. That first night, this is how I knew he, he grew up in Valencia with his grandparents. This is the type of kid he was. He goes to the mall with his grandmother's credit card and comes back with a $2,200 dog that she didn't expect, but he gets to keep it. But even though okay. he gets fussed yeah. out. Mm -hmm. but, and I'm he said he fussed out. He gets fussed out, but you know, <laughs> so I, you know, I quiz him about, you know, the, uh, the hundreds and all he could tell me was San Pedro and hundred. That's only, he only knew two streets. And I'm like, okay, I knew what it was. So when I get to the heart, when I get to the yard and tell the rest of the homies, Everybody telling me, like, cuz, cuz, they've been on the gang of yards. He had been there, like, for some time. Mm -hmm. He was like, cuz, he been on your reputable homies. We can't just over, like, say, it ain't, this ain't new. So, like, I'm telling the homies, they like, basically, I'm stuck with cuz. So, then I'm getting at the motherfucking police. I'm like, I need a cell change. They told me his situation was so motherfucking serious that they told whenever he got a cell, it ain't no change unless you get oh. a job change. So, and that was so random. So I'm just, I'm, I'm explaining this. I'm gonna make it fast, cause it got to the point where I'm working cuz out every day. You know, you don't bring nothing yeah. to sell. You don't break bread with yourself. Yeah, you don't. You're not bringing nothing to eat. You're not going to work. I'm you're just sitting around watching my TV. <laughs> no, no, he no. doing his shit. What I'm saying is, I'm like. If you a real homie, I'm not finna bring no weed in the cell and we ain't gonna get high. Yeah. Nigga, I'm blowing in front of him. Mm. Not letting him hit it. He can't bring nothing in here without sharing. I'm just marking him no, out. I just, know what you're I'm saying. Yeah. So it's getting on my nerves to the point where it's woo woo woo. So he doing the weirdest shit. Like we at the dominoes playing dominoes yeah. with the with the with the uh with the bloods. Yeah. Having a good time. 
he just want to come up and get the holler, holler. Just saying, he's just so off balance. Yeah. So it got to the point because I'm like, uh, he just I, didn't get it. Yeah, he, he don't get it. get it. Yeah. The police hated him because he was such a wood, and they couldn't stand how hard he was trying to be black. Yeah, there is like it or not, that's an issue that what? is real in the joint. They, they, no, they respected. They respected everything yeah. else. So I swear, I just want. I, I'm telling all this story to tell you this, guy. So one day, uh, I remember we had like a stud dyke white female police mm -hmm. and a Mexican dude that was the regulars in the building that night. They was cool as fuck yeah. with all the functions, just don't put them on the spot. So I remember coming home from child one night and I'm like, I had that, that we had that no move, sell shit on myself yeah. for like some months. Yeah. And I told him like, cuz, I need a sell move, get this nigga out my cell. And the food, they hated him so much, they was like, look, I'll move my cell, but first you got to handle your business. DC Crip. Yeah. What? Man, I must have, well, I was gonna ask you how, how you didn't like you already marked him out. How you didn't just because it was like roll him up. I didn't because because it was like I'm not bigger than the program. Yeah, and, and what the homies explained like you stuck he, with him. He been on yards and yards yeah. with other G homies that he, he was every time the woods got at him, he stood on his own. Okay, so I can't. So just, that alone will, ain't, will earn you a little bit of respect. Yes. To where I can't just flight you for no reason. Yes, yeah, and yeah. they got him about six months in my cell of just proving that. It, I don't give a fuck. And you might hold your ground, but you weird. You weird as fuck. You weird as fuck. You ain't really with this shit. <laughs> you, uh, then this was another thing. He started getting packages, and his package was my package. And then he started letting, when it's time for this package to come in, he started committing shit to other people. Other oh, he homies. comes home with nothing. Man, with a candy bar. Yeah, you out of here, bro. Yeah, you gave all your shit away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I got yeah. way, off, way off subject, but yeah. I can just relate. No, but I... I've seen that. Yeah, I didn't want to leave all the pressure on you yeah. with the, the the depths of the discussion yeah. either, mm -hmm. man. Oh, my mama, mama. That's funny because I've seen that happen so many times. That's exactly how it goes, too. A lot. And that's, yeah. just, that's one scenario. Yeah, that's just one. Tell me this. Are you familiar with the controversy that Kyrie Irving and Kanye West have been going through lately? I've heard a little bit. A little bit. Little are, bit. are you of any kind of um, your descendants Jewish at all? No, none. I got Viking. <laughs> I got Viking in my history. Is, is Viking like Irish? I got a tiny bit Irish, okay. a lot of Scottish, a lot of French, and the most Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. Celtic. Okay. Yeah. I didn't learn, I didn't, and it's funny because I didn't understand or even realize none of that because I'm adopted. So I had to research and I mm. discovered a lot of that when I was in a joint. Mm. I did a lot of reading when I was in a joint. So at what age were you adopted? I was a baby. I mean, I'm talking right out the vagina. right Infant. Right out the vagina, right to my mom. So my mom is my mom. I love my mom. That's a beautiful situation yeah. because I think a lot of times that will cause it, unless they tell you, you would have never known. Yeah. And everything is useful. Yeah. My mom has always told me. Do you have any idea as to why you were adopted? My biological mother was really young, like 13, 14, and she, I think she did not know who the father was. Or okay. there was one guy who wasn't, there was something with that. Like, I don't think she knew who the father was. You got siblings? I got a brother, yeah. That's birth or? Adopted also. With you from your mama? No, no, from oh, another, from another. Yeah, we're both adopted from different. Y'all like this? No, he doesn't. My lifestyle he's and then swearing. my drug use, he's just not, he don't. Mm. Do you, I know, you, you do some acting. I've been doing a little bit, yeah, a little background stuff, little videos here and there. You enjoy it? It's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to get bigger, but Hollywood ain't knocking. Yeah, we ain't fuck Hollywood. We're yeah. going to make our own production. You see these? Yeah. These do movies too. That's right. All we need is a script, man. That's right. We out of here. I'm down. Bro, let's I'm do down. it, bro. We're going to do a lot of shit. You yeah. Any anything that we be able to go notice you in that's popular? That I did a YG video. His last one, uh, "Scare Money Don't Make Money." That's all I was you, trying to get you to. Get yeah, <laughs> I, you see my shoulders doing push-ups in the jail scene. Well, did he yeah. personally pick you? Was he part of the? Uh, uh, so one of his directors c called me because uh, I'm, I'm I'm logged in on this one website, casting mm -hmm. casting directive or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did they did they know you were a wood? I think he I think they saw my profile and picked me because of that. I'm gonna keep it to Google because yeah. for the first few hours I was around you, I thought you was an essay. Did you, a lot of people say, yeah. you know what I get a lot I think of? It was the penalty. I, well, yeah, because, well, because the way I grew up, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I grew yeah, up gangster. Yeah, you were a white gangster. boy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I feel it, yeah. yeah. And then once, like, I realized it, and then I looked at you, I said, oh, I see it. But yeah. the penalty all the way, and then I think you had also, yeah, I had three uh, buttons. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, and yeah. some khakis. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I get that a lot. I get, or I get the, the, the extreme white thing a lot, and I'm like, I don't want to be locked in that bracket. But being, I'm so down with your cause and your people and the movement. Yeah. Did you ever find it difficult to bridge the gaps like how we doing? Is this something nah, new to you? you know what's funny? Growing up from, when you're from a, what, graffiti to gangs, to military, to prison, to 
the culture of LA, the Valley, the melting pot, it's that melting pot. Like I, I didn't, I didn't grow up racist or none. So for me to network being these projects, these pro, I mean, I got a homie in Jordan down there, the, the, the Nickerson guard. I got homies all over. Right. Like when it comes to blacks or whites, we're not around Compton or the East side or watch now, but, no. uh, bro, he came and dropped me some, uh, some goods off late, 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 right in the trenches of the CPT by itself, not giving the fuck, yeah. hopped out. Not, I tell people they no, don't believe me. They don't, don't believe... know rah-rah tough shit. By myself. Yeah, by itself. It's humble and it's yeah. standing strong and that's the type of brothers I fuck with, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. That. Ain't no, well, I grew up and I, like I said, being in the system, I got homies from all hoods. Right. When so you say, oh, wait, let me just say this. When you say graffiti, are you telling me you know how to bomb, like do the big shiny shit. I don't do the big drawings, the, I, but I'm a, what's called a street bomber. I know how to write really good with but spray like, paint. Even on paper. You know how to like design, paper. like logo yeah. type. Like, yeah. Okay. I can do stuff like that, yeah. Gotta fuck with your brain. Yeah. yeah that's what's Yeah, up, so that, that, that mixed with the gangs to the jail, to the juvenile system, to the adult system. I got homies and hoods all across here, even in the, up in the bay. You know, all the way. I met some yeah. Northerners. I, I I fuck with a few of them. Right. I got some homies, and and when you bend through the system, and you and you make friends, and you know how to network. That's what back to what I said originally. You gonna learn how to respect people next to oh, you. Oh God. And and we get along, and you can, God. and I can be all around. That's where I learned that you know, because I know people look at the shallowness of what we went through, and they think red yeah. and blue, op enemies. Every time you see them, it's on site, especially people from out of town. Yeah. But as a very young dude going through the system, not juvenile hall because it kind of be cracking, but you yeah. still, it's not all day every day. It's not all day every day, yeah. no. But in the county jail, when it was on with the Serenios, I learned that I don't care what was going on yesterday. Yeah. We got to do this today. Exactly. Yeah. And no Forget matter. last week, homie. We, this is what's going on right now. We got to do this. And like you say, those built, you built the type of bonds yeah. that you don't just, you can't just throw away. So. Yeah. I had a mature approach to the game, and then I think we have a desire just to be active after that, that yeah. we weave around yeah. shit. But, I'm, you know, when you grow to an age to where, and you have a amount of experience where we, we can now say to the world, hey, you see what it's really about. Yeah. I feel real honored to stand on that side and be able to link with people that are strong from other perspectives yeah. and show that even though you y'all see a bunch of differences, yeah. there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. 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 And I I find it odd because if y'all can imagine looking at me and being introduced to someone who looks like him, who has the background that he yeah. has, you think it'd be awkward for us to get and we chopped it up right away, dog. Like ice uh, broke. It was bro, yeah. instantly. Oh God! Yeah. No force. Yeah. No faking. Mm -mm. No fraud. What is that? What? One of my homeboys. No, actually, who, who's the homie with you? He fucked me lonely. Up. That's my homeboy. Lonely. Shout did out thirty lonely. years. Yeah. Did look. This is a wood. Yeah. Did thirty years. He only had been out like what a matter of months. Sixty days. Sixty days. We kicked it for about four, five, six hours one night. Yeah. He had his. Friend with him, female. That was um, me. I had my girl. Oh, that was your girl. Yeah, yeah, he was girl, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to put him on black. Yeah. I think my to, he was he was solo. You it was only one dude yeah. with a girl. You had yeah. your girl. All right. Yeah. So we I'm chopping up with this dude. I'm not really chopping it up with this dude. I'm, I'll speak to him here and there. Yeah. We took a few group pictures just because we all lounging and kicking it. And then what fucked me up after we've been together four and a half of the six hours we were together, he just said out of nowhere, like your spider. I used to stay doing burpees to your music when he I was did down. Too. He was like, I fucked around and got G-Unit tattooed on me fucking with you. <laughs> he did. Shout out to Lonely, dog. That's my, right, Lonely. That's my boy, homie. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was hard, cuz. Yeah. yeah. And we all, it's crazy because we was all different spectrums. Crip, yes. me being Wood from a gang, him being white from a gang yeah. who is a Sureño. It's different spectrums. That's all. That's a big genre. And then we had right an there. actual Latin Sureño. Yes, we did. We, we had, had an Italian mobster. Yep. Yeah. We had a Main Street Mafia. Oh, trip. that's right. Homeboy from Main Street. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then we had an East Side EC. But then you also, did you? And we realize, had a producer, a couple producers too. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. It was diverse. But yeah. did you realize the dude sitting next to me said some bullshit that night? What did he say? After I left? No, he said it. Like, while we was all there, it was like low-key. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about it. No, he didn't say low-key. He, he, that dude called the white dude. He yeah. called me to try and clean it up. He's oh, like, he hey, are your partners all mad at me for what I said? I'm like, what, did I miss something? Yeah. Hey, on some, on some paranoid shit, he yeah, called me you know scared. What? I think we could have charged him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my mama, yeah. I think I could have charged him, but I, I kind of let it go. Shout yeah. out to Brandon.
That, that's that's the homie. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Brandon. What's up? Brandon got at him for real. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard about it. Marcos told me. Yeah, okay. Since you put his name out there, Marcos yeah. act like he wanted me to go. Shout out to Marcos. Marcos, come on, knock Shout it out. Shout out to Murdoch. Yeah, you yeah. already know, man. Yeah. Cinemills. Cinemills TV. Yep. Oh, my mama, mama. <laughs> go tap in. You did an interview on Cinemills. I did, I did. I did as well. Yeah. Go run them numbers up. Cinemills yeah. TV on yeah. YouTube, man. Yeah. They're good peoples over there. I haven't been to prison since the 90s. I paroled in 99. I ain't been back. Yeah. 13 for me. Oh, salute. Yep. Yeah. Um, since I've been gone, there's been a lot of conversation that come through my ear of the S and Y. You familiar with that concept yeah. with the yard? Um, it's gotten so tricky that I heard that there's now more S and Y yards than there are mainline yards. I know people who are doing stretches, life. They've been working all these years to get their points down, and now that they're getting to level two points, they have to really consider going because the stigma of certain yards is causing you to be fucking looked a certain way. Yeah. Even though you just did 20, trying to work your way home, what's your idea? What's going on? You've been I know there that more they're making them join. When I left there, everybody's being pushed together and you either get off, get your points back up and lose that shot of parole or you just shut your mouth and, and ignore people. It's hard, but that's the reality of it. You want to go home? Because from what the homeboy only told me is they have released some of the heaviest hitting murderers, lifers from all races, yes. blacks, whites, Asians, Mexicans, and they have a zero. I want to say this again, a zero turnaround rate. All of these heavy hitting nobody's monsters. Coming back. Nobody's coming back. They have given them a chance to come home and they are so happy that they said, I'll wear Doc yes. Martens and leave me alone. Yeah. And that's what I want you also yes. to know, you young, wild, crazy yeah. motherfuckers. You program it on a level four. 360, you're, you're programming, programming, bro. Yeah. Yeah, all that ops, crazy, yeah. all the tattoos, wax out, it's over. Yeah, you don't see many heavily tattooed people on them big yards because nah. it's crack, it cracks. It cracks, and this is what it is. They're letting people go home, so if somebody gonna fuck theirs off... You're gonna deal with the big dog, then it's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. so outside of that... And from what I understand, they're, they're, they're watching the calls they make. They're not... Remember, in our day, it was everybody... You, you, did you you might have done it you get whacked just on a maybe yeah, you would get whacked right, right. 50 dollars paper heroin whack them <laughs> nowadays they're like you got to basically snitch on a whole car oh, yes. you got to be a child molester they're really not just those dudes right. are out all of our all of our big dogs both sides are out yeah and they're like hey look yeah. we i can breathe i get canteen leave me alone shout out hey shout out to big drat from six dudes who gave him back they l at one point he That's was right. the youngest crip in california sentenced to life in the CDC. I actually used to walk laps with him around the yeah, yard. That's right. When I left him in the 90s, he still had like almost 20 to go. Yeah. And I remember he used to tell me like, uh, when I get out, I'm have a blue phone cause that all the homies could call. That's right. And we could not see into the future that hard lines wasn't even gone. Mm -hmm. But this is a motherfucker that's home right now doing very well. That's right. Like we would hope that, you know, I talk to on a regular basis, but yeah, that's a refreshing thing that they, I've seen dudes yeah. that, I've seen have no hope that are out here. Shout out my homie Spody from 9-0 too. That's right. He gave them back their L's. A lot of people giving them back their L's yeah. and coming home, man. Yeah. That's a beautiful And thing. they're not messing up. Proud they're of them. not messing up. Proud, proud of them. Yeah. yeah. And I think the state's angry at that. Mm, they thought I it was going to be. They thought it was going to be, let me just show you a few come home and then you, they'll mess up and mm -hmm. we'll, we'll put it back to how it was. No, no, it's not happening mm -hmm. because we're trying to come home. What's your thoughts on Gascon? I don't know. Don't don't laugh about it, but I try and avoid most politics. I think it's all garbage. You want the truth? I think it's all garbage. I think they're gonna do what they want at the expense of all of us in LA anyway. I think they. I think he tried to stand up for the people that are. Wait, no, Gascon. I think my mom. I think he might be good. My mom says she like him actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think my mom says she like him. The lifers like him. Yeah, he's man. the one that's making it to where motherfuckers is coming yeah. home. He's the one that's like. Well, bro, they're breaking our parents. The yeah. system, the, the, the California Department of Corrections, and I don't know why they added that rehabilitation on there because they don't do none of that in there. Mm. But 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 that system and the arrest, for so long they would just arrest you for anything. They broke, the system broke our parents. Mm. The taxes, the everything was ridiculous. That's deep, especially yeah. when they privatized the prison system. Yes. Yeah. Well, the prison systems are big dollars. In prison, did you get any, like, certificates any i was a knuckle i i made every bad move other than being very very social i did nothing other than reading books i read a lot of books and i educated myself other than that you fed your brain i fed my brain but i also fed my 
my anger. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to do. Yeah. You mind discussing um, stimulants that you've experienced throughout your life? I, uh, I didn't. I heard you miss. I'm only thinking it was earlier. You missed yeah, I know, I know, I, mean, I know. So Usually, so, when somebody misses sobriety, yeah, and it's obvious you had an intense life, it means you've had some experiences. I've been sober for coming up on five years, and I uh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, I messed around with. I, I began. I began my my. It's funny because I grew up. I remember sitting in a car with my homeboy Chubbs in a in a '79 Monte Carlo, in the hood, just one night from going. Almost going to play professional baseball to say, and one night my boy showed me some crack on a piece of glass pipe with a brillo. Remember with the rose in the pipe? No, I know of. I don't remember. Okay, well, I, 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 I actually experienced crack in the heyday when crack was crack. And I smoked crack for the, I mean, I'm talking about a kid not having a beer or a joint, nothing, no cigarettes, straight crack. Whoa. whoa. And my life was destroyed. At what age? I don't know, 21. Wow. My life was destroyed no matter one year. Wait. Wait, tell me this. Wait, wait. Fuck that. I'm like, we gonna get to the one year. Yeah. The moment. Now, hold on. He don't like this sound, but. Oh my god, I can still take a shit just hearing that. It's horrible. The moment. <laughs> okay, horrible. tell me this, cause. Yeah. My father has described this moment to me. Yeah. Who is like a hero not only to me but to a lot of people who know him. He was six four. Yeah. Muscular. He had property. He had his own business. Plus, he had a job. He yeah. Had, he was the man and, and crack. Destroyed. Yeah, it put, yeah. yeah, put that six pounds of pressure on my daddy chin. Yeah. He bounced back. He's, yeah. he's my hero again. And he, yeah. he never really stopped being my hero. Yeah. He's described to me that moment of, because this is his whole thing. You know, he didn't smoke some iron, pop some red devil. He, yeah. he didn't do a little bit of everything. Yeah. He just, he was still him. He said, cocaine always been around. It yeah. was something he just overlooked. Yeah. He said, well, when a bitch went there, you know, he said, he hit on the shot stick. Bam. And who, what the fuck? Because, because of my daddy's experience, yeah, I never I, I ran from it my whole life. Yeah. No matter how fly it got, no matter yeah. what circle I was, any mm -hmm. form, I, I'm scared of it. Yeah, because so what the fuck is it? Like you telling me you hit it at 21, and then the moment, bam, that, then what? That moment, what is it? I don't. Rem I rem that moment, I just remember I can close my eyes and everything cleared. It was probably the best high I've ever had. And it just, it just everything. Something you ended up chasing that I, bro, I, I chased, couldn't I read. Chased it to being barefoot on Nordoff and Sepulveda, having my mama pick me up with piss in my pants. I chased it to where I traded a twenty, a twenty piece of crack for a for a yacht master, for a yacht master Rolex. Welcome and back. I to never, the world. thank you, brother, thank you. Wow. And I'll never forget being excited. I just spent a seven thousand dollars stainless steel one diamond for the twelve Yachtmaster Rolex. I had just traded for a twenty dollar piece of crack, and I was happy to run off into a trash can area to smoke it. And how long did that? It lasted um, about a year, maybe a couple years. Okay. And it, bro it broke me. It broke me down to barefoot, nothing. And and th I have to thank one of my partners who passed away. It's gonna sound bad, but it's good on a, a little aspect. It got me to get off crack. I had to go on crystal methamphetamine, and I went from smoking to injecting with a needle. Within that time frame, and it was no, not not amphetamine, heroin. crystal meth, crystal, crystal meth. Yeah, heroin don't come later till I went to the joint. So you did do heroin? I did do heroin. Yeah. So 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 you went from crack and as a way to get off crack, it was crystal. Yeah, I had to I had to swap it for something else because the crack there was no beating crack. Crack had destroyed me. Wow. And then again, eventually, meth destroyed me too, and I ended up combining that with heroin. So is, is there an actual difference in what? The feeling you got off of meth. Yeah, the methamphetamine is like more. You get a lot of a sexual and a hyperness. Like, mm. cocaine is a, is like a good head change in a body high, but then you set a lot of paranoia sets in, like scared mm. paranoia. Mm. Now, methamphetamine is a different type. You get, I mean, fucking sex was amazing for a while, and you can actually accomplish tweaking out and making stuff and doing stuff, and uh, but you get more of an aggressive paranoia. Like, I'm not scared of you. I'm getting ready for you. Mm, that's the difference. That's the big difference in it, yeah. Mm. And it causes over the years the meth got worse, mixed in with the fentanyl, and I thank God, knock on wood, I never messed with fentanyl. Amen. But that's just bad right I, now. I, I swear to God, I, w I wanted to ask you about fentanyl. That's horrible. General. I'm not very familiar with fentanyl, other than I keep hearing it, and I've had a few yeah. friends who I believe have felt victim to it. God bless the dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my mama, mama, but um. Have you has fentanyl ever crossed your personal life as far as you? Well, when I took my drug test when I got sober, it was in the, it was in the dope. I didn't even know I was doing it. Mm. Yeah, the drug test came up positive for meth, heroin, uh, and fentanyl and barbiturates. I I was not doing fentanyl that I know, mm. and that's dangerous because that's what they're doing. They're putting it in everything. 
But were you fucking with opioids? A little bit. I would do heroin when I was awake for too long on that meth. But not like what you consider prescriptions. No, 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 no. Heroin. Heroin. Just heroin. Yeah. So do you think they was hitting the hell around with the fat? Yeah. I, it probably was in that. Yeah. So five years of sobriety mm-hmm. after being on crack, um, meth, heroin, what happened to cause you to be able to say you're at five years so what happened I, uh, to start day one what do you mean what happened different from day one what made you to start day one of your sobriety journey okay so the last day Sullen actually got me sober it's funny Salute. yep um well I mean I did it myself but they were like the the carrot dangled in front of me I uh I was sitting at my mom's house and I had been doing I think I lost a girlfriend or something you know some one of them dumb things that as men we need to, to trigger us and uh I uh, was sitting in my mom's, I had torn apart my mom's house, a million dollar mansion in Santa Clarita. I tore down to a trap house level. Graffiti on the walls, walls torn down, no carpet. I'm Tim the Tool Man, tweaker, tailor, renovating with a boxers and some boots and a tool belt on at three in the morning. Neighbors are getting mad. I've been slamming meth for like two weeks. And I remember the last day, I was exhausted, mind you. I was, at this point, I was I'm like a crackhead. I'm like a heroin junkie. I'm at the point where I'm just doing it because I'm addicted. I'm not enjoying it. There's nothing good coming from it. And I remember May May 15, 2018, that was my last day, and I was sitting in that room. I had been begging God and, and Odin for weeks, please, please make this stop. What's Odin? Odin's a Viking god. Okay. He's all like It's the equivalent of God. It's the all-father. Okay. Okay. So I've been begging both of them, please make this stop. I can't, ha- like for two weeks, I'm, imagine, I mean, I'm on my knees sweaty. 90 pounds when I'm wet, sitting in a dark room. No, just Literally? Yeah, I was sucked. I was tore back, Spider. Slamming meth. The last day I did like 17 shots of meth. It didn't work. It didn't work. And I had been begging God. and I've been begging everybody I could, any type of religion, please make it stop. So I, I just finally realized, wow, I've been asking for this. It's not working. And I really, I took the time to sit there and think like, wow, I, I don't want this anymore. I want this to stop. I knocked on my door, opened my door, and I called my mom and she runs up. And I says, I'm ready. I just said, I'm ready. And I tell people this, how bad it got, because you need to understand that a lot of people think, oh, I'm, I'm going to get the kids back. I'm going to, I'm going to get my babe, my, my, my boyfriend back. It doesn't work that way. Mm. Cause you'll, you'll lose those things as well mm. you, until you're broken, until you're beaten down, until you're exhausted and you are mentally tired, you won't be able to stop drugs. You have to you, be done. You went away. Yeah. I went to rehab. <clears throat> I went to two different rehabs. I did detox. I did. I was at the point where, Spotter, you told me to clean out your bathroom. Homie, can I do it three times a day? I was, in I was order at, to get right? Yeah, I was willing to. You have to be. That's why I say you got to be broken because you have to be at a place where you will do whatever they tell you to stay sober. See, my, I dumped my, out cigarette cans. My vices, yeah. I believe, are involved in my life based on some sense of anxiety and not yeah. having patience to wait for the next moment. Yeah. Do you feel like that was part of your experience? Yeah. So anxiety's horrible still to this day. Fuck have, what? How do you? It's like it's like to me. Yeah. I had to imagine. I couldn't imagine getting up, not doing. It's like the, everything is just too long now. Yeah, yeah. What do you do to make the moment come? Like, how do you fuck? Well, you? today I just go to the gym. I reach out and talk to people. I got a good network of men that I deal with, and I talk to them if I'm having that because I still get anxiety. I get it bad. Bad. I'm talking throwing up, crippling anxiety. Mm. And I just I go to the gym. I talk to people, and I and I breathe. That's deep. No. And no cigarettes, no nothing. I, personally, I don't do nothing. I never smoked weed. Uh, weed got a lot of my partners sober. Helped a lot of people I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't say I'm against it because it got a lot of people I know off slamming dope. Wow, they say that's crazy because they call it a gateway. Didn't realize it might be the gateway. I mean, it, it out. can be, but now you're finding out it could be the end of a road, also. But that might be the gateway out. Right? Could be, yeah. The real yeah. gateway. I tried it once. I to me, I hear too many noises. I get all paranoid. I go, I'll go, I'll go smoky on you and hide under the bed. That's crazy because I can remember those days so yeah. far long ago. But they, they you, you get past them, huh? Yeah, you get past them. Yeah, yeah. I've been such a head so long I couldn't we know what I realized what I really desire to do yeah I desire to have dreams when I sleep mm-hmm. and I've learned recently that the fact that I haven't had them in so many years is because because you've been smoking, smoking. yeah mm-hmm. they say once you stop smoking your dreams come back so crazy yeah it's like it's crazy that I allowed the moment to go past that you mentioned about your service I know yeah. I thanked you for it but 
How do you end up in the Navy? Did you do a whole? No, time? I got a medical honorable discharge. Did about a year and a half. I uh, I enlisted to get away from trouble. Okay. I tried the Army. Uh, something happened. I tried uh, the Marines. Marines believe contrary to popular belief, Marines don't take felons. I was already a felon, so I, the Navy took took me. Oh, really? Enlisted me, yeah. I was a fireman. I would have never imagined that that would differentiate between each each branch differentiates. Yeah, that's just, yeah. That's deep. well, the Navy, I think they look at it like you're out in the ocean for long periods of time, so it's like no big deal. That's deep. Marines ain't taking you. Air Force ain't taking you. Army ain't taking films. Wow. Yeah. So the, the, the Navy took you. Yeah. And anything unique about the experience? No, I mean I was I was stationed in Africa. I was uh, I didn't do too much because I get migraine headaches, so it got me mm. medically honorably discharged. When I got a full pension. Yeah, I got a full pension, yeah. Well, because it was their fault. They should have never recruited oh, me. Oh, you know that? Oh, wow, see, it's the shit we get. Go, wow, that's lovely. Yeah. At what age? I was like 21, 22, maybe 23, yeah, something like that. Well, so you really had to take control of your life because you could fuel and fun. Yeah, but I didn't, even after the Navy. Had. Even after the Navy, I come back from the Navy upset that I'm kicked out because I really wanted to do it, not realizing that it's a, I, it's a medical honorable discharge with a full pension, but I was looking at it like on my... It's that's messed up. My dad's gonna be mad now. I did all this, and I went right back into crime. I went to prison after the navy. Did you spend a lot of time on the ship? No, not really. Uh, mm. Do you mind being out at sea? I, I'm cool with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that white. I don't like shark. No, hey, let me tell you something. No, you put me. I don't like going in the water. I don't okay. mind being on something big because there's sharks. Let me tell no, you, I'm, I'm a long swimmer, so okay. I spend time <laughs> like out on the dock. But just on the ocean. I don't like the ocean because I cannot see the bottom of it. It freaks me out what's yeah, in the water. Exactly. And I've been, I've seen sharks, bro. When you're by Africa, there are sharks, mm. groups of them. They are not just one. And they eat you and swallow you. Big sharks. <laughs> no, bro, tiger sharks, mako sharks, lemon sharks, hammerheads. These ones eat you. In California, you get accidentally bit by a great white spit your arm out. Homie, you bite my arm off, you better eat that motherfucker. Right, right. So, you know? so have you, you swam in the ocean? No, never. I went to Hawaii some years back. That's different because it's pretty. You can see the bottom. If anything <laughs> comes up on me, I can see you come. You know what I'm saying? Out here in Venice, Santa Monica, you can't see that no. That shit nasty as yeah, fuck. Yeah, right. Good stuff. Right. Mm -mm. I panicked in Hawaii, though. Almost almost killed myself. <laughs> Once I got down there, it was pretty and clear. Yeah. Giant turtle. Yeah. And the little tour guide lady, she wouldn't look at me long enough. And I, I was like 20 some feet down and I tried to like holler. I was like, hey. Oh, you were scuba, scuba diving? Scuba diving. Mm, that's pretty though, I heard. Yeah, it's beautiful if you, but you have to really. I'm probably like you. I get nervous because I can't breathe. I'm stuck underwater. But, what if yes, something happens? Exactly. And my anxiety kicks in. I'm like, get me that's out. That's what happened. That's exactly yeah, what Yeah, you're not happened. putting me in a small space either. I, I can't handle confined spaces. But you know what happens when you get down there? What? And you fucking look around real quick. You realize how endless this shit is? Yeah. And you think to your mind, like, what if a dolphin come and bump me? Because the lady, when you go before you go down, yeah. they give you all these signals. If you if you're feeling this and yeah. that, it was myself. It was two Asian kids who were mm -hmm. like teens, yeah. looked like they weighed about 180 pounds mm -hmm. combined. Yeah, and then there was a, a female like from the island who was our guide who went down there with us who looked like all three of them like weighed 220. So and then it's me. So when they, it's a, for half the way, it's a rope connected yeah. to the boat. Then when you get from the rope, now it's a big ass turtle about as big as this table on the floor that these two boys, these kids want her to take some pictures of them mm -hmm. with. So they went, I wasn't finna go all the way down there and fuck with that. Uh, they, they didn't put weight belts on me. Oh. And they taught me to do this shit. Like I got bad sinuses for one, mm -hmm. but even for people who ain't got bad sinuses, every so, uh, often you post Yeah, you clear your, your Yeah mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to think all Pressure this. Yeah. But mind you This motherfucker Don't feel like You gotta just know And trust you That it's gonna work Cause see, that would freak me out You, you It's far to the top, dog Bro, you can Look <laughs> yes. The top looks far Yeah But you know what looks further? Huh Everything The rest of yeah, it Yeah, there's nothing That shit yeah. looks infinite So when you have a brain like ours Yeah Everything I start to wonder about what, what's really going on. What's, yes. what's out there? What could come at me? And the lady's back. All I wanted her to do, give me one of these. So I'm like, she's like, I'm trying to get it. She, but her back is turned. She's trying to take the mm -hmm. picture of these dudes. I just want her attention because I just wanted her to give me one of these. Yeah. And she took too long. And I said, hey. <laughs> and guess, you know what happens when you say, hey. Yeah, the water, blue, blue, all the bubbles in the water. So she still wasn't turning around. So I had to make it. Going up. Yeah. <laughs> it 
And by the time I broke the water, she was like catching me. But it was, I, I had like in my mind, I had, it was, I yeah. could, the time that I broke and she caught me, if she didn't catch me that time, the next one, I couldn't do it again. It was no like, shit. yeah. Wow. Damn. I was the motherfucker on the boat with all these people. I didn't care. I had to, <laughs> I don't want to do it too, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that ocean, that, that taught it's me. Scary. That was my most motherfucking intense lesson to know that the creator is a motherfucker. Yeah. That when I saw, that's when I saw I agree the with power that. of the I agree universe. With that, yeah. The it's magnitude of the ocean is a mother. Yeah. Yeah. It overwhelmed me, bro. Yeah. I feel so used. Yeah. I feel helpless. I would never go down there again. I've seen on the videos all my life, motherfuckers just gracefully slash it looks yeah. so beautiful. I'm cool. I never tried again. I know that's off the subject, but it's facts over feelings around that's right. here. That's right. You see that picture up there? Yeah, Nipsey. Yeah. It's rest one of in my, peace. Yeah, rest in peace. One of my very dear friends, man. And he speaks so eloquent when you go back and look at all the clips of his interviews. Yeah. I remember being around him, and he spoke in that fashion. I, at times, I used to like think that he was being like, like Hollywood or... yeah trying to like throw you for a loop right mm -hmm. before I realized it was authentically the way he spoke. Yeah. And one of the things I really took note of that every time you would address him with like seeking knowledge or asking for something along the lines of advice, mm -hmm. it was common for him to refer you to a book instead of him like telling yeah. you an answer or giving mm -hmm. his perspective. He was like, whatever you would ask him about, he yeah. would refer you a book on the subject. Mm -hmm. And I'm not that well read, but yeah. a lot of the like, intelligence and the insight that we saw um, fluently flow from him, he would give credit to yeah. from how well read he was. Yeah. I heard you mention that while you were down, you did a lot of reading. A lot of reading, bro. I actually purchased one book that um, he referred me to and it was the 22 Immutable Laws of Branding. And I realized based on what I was asking him why he suggested that mm -hmm. book. And you being as well read as you claim to be, or exp not claim, yeah. expressed to be, um, is there any one particular book that you ever come across that you, uh, you know, appreciate more than I want to say I appreciate, you know, Lord of War is good. Mm. Uh, the Prince by Machiavelli is good. Mm. Uh, there's also, I want to say, Frederick the Great's instructions to his generals. Frederick the Great, yeah. And then uh, that was like back before there was Germany, there was Prussia. So war books. War books. But they also, okay, so a lot of people don't get, they also, the other one is uh, Miyamoto Musashi, Samurai. Top-ranking Samurai wrote a book on the five rings of power. Teach you, these books will teach you how to conduct yourself, be around big groups of individuals like us in the joint, know how to network. They will teach you how to run a, a war, conduct a campaign. They will also teach you how to run a business or a home. Do you play chess? I play a little, yeah. You know what we had to do? Ooh, and chess episode. There's no, the whole time we could have been playing. Yeah. We could have did the best two out of three by now. Yeah. 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 That would have been fly. I, um, you just opened my brain up. So to, with, <laughs> I, it was not the books I was thinking you was going to say. What do you think I was going to say? Like something like maybe. Um, Storybooks? I mean, I've read a few stories that are great journeys, like uh, Count of Monte Cristo, the Three Musketeers series. These are books that take you on a journey to get me out of the joint. I'm living my best life in France, even while I'm in the hole. So you know what I'm picking up from you? Yeah. That your experience in life is more mental than anything. It's, a little bit, yeah. To be able to exist in your non-physical realm as far as your primary existence, I think, is more the goal. Yeah. I admire that. Thank you. Uh, but I know hallucinogenics kind of like people who get into that deeply, they yeah. often have the brain that seeks to live outside of this fucking slow-ass physical. Yeah. This shit is yeah. like, it's, it, it, they coincide. I'm not saying, because even the concept of microdosing yeah. is different. That's from, big right now. And it's not demonized as being addicted or yeah. you know what I'm saying again that's another thing I've heard recently gets a lot of people sober mm. if it works yeah I just shrooms you ever fucked with I haven't no I've never tried I did ask it a couple of, I didn't like it because it was too long I wanted it to mm. go away well shrooms are not that long no okay no and they're kind of intense and 
if you it depends on what you're looking for before it happens. Yeah. So, you know, I'm so scary that, you know, why you know, I never did nothing, but you know, it was very simple. We actually but but then by the time I did shrooms was very late in life, which mm-hmm. was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to finally be trusted to do anything new. Yeah. It was a cool get out. It was. It was cool. But I, I don't want to be saying this to somebody who was still on a, a journey. Of no, well, I look at my sobriety like I, everybody, if you're not a junkie like I was, probably was a junkie that'll rob you, take your mm. dope, and then help you look for your dope that I done stole right. and already, oh, yeah. and already did. Like I was bad. Mm. And um, I don't want to take the chance of anything bringing me back. Like I, like I was telling you, I'm not an alcoholic. One day, hopefully, I can have a drink. But right now, I'm not ready to because I don't want to take the risk of that potentially not being enough one day, and then I got a needle in my arm again. Mm-hmm. Are the war books that you just uh, mentioned, are they uh, fiction? or are they No, like- those are non-fiction, like strategy books. Strategy. I think they're listed under strategy or historical historical something. Okay. Yeah. That's deep. Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu, yeah. And the Art of War. Yeah, but look up Miyamoto Musashi. I want to say it might be a little bit better. Miyamoto Samurai. Musashi, okay. Samurai, top of the ranks. Top of the ranks. Yeah. You ever did any writing yourself? Not really. I mean, I wrote some poetry and stuff, trying to kill time, you know, yeah. And, you know, I believe that we probably possess what it takes to be a writer as far as writing what people will read. I just don't even have the inclination as to when, where to start. Yeah, I mean, either. (laughs) You know. Kind of scatterbrained on the idea. Yeah. Being from the 818, gangsterism, in and out, the prison and streets. I know you told me, like, you flew in on both ends, L.A. to your end. Yeah. But have you ever had to feel like you had to overcompensate representing yourself, being from the Valley? Because you know there's a term amongst our colloquial environment yeah. where, like, Valley girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, in the joint for for white boys, SFV is one of the biggest prison cars there is for, and we're talking state of California. SFV, the prison group, is is a, is a very affluent car. Was, we are very big. We have we have a lot of uh, very. See, I don't want to say bad. Make, he yeah. finna made me look like, like, like no. I don't know no better. Well, that wasn't my question. No, yeah, you know okay. it was. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. It wasn't me. I know yeah. better. I know. Yeah. Like, well, we like, have a lot of made members just in think situations. About it. Just think about it. For they for like Woods, there is no Compton Watts. You know what I'm saying? They, but we do got a few partners in LA because you got to remember Compton back in the 70s. I mean, there's a lot of white people but, back then. But I mean, then. for the hundreds or thousands, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Compiled the I see what you're saying. The structure. Yeah, they're yeah. from Torrance. They're from Har- they they claim what South, South Bay, City, South, South Bay, Bay, yeah, Harbor area. Yeah, that's their even They've moved out into the, the Santa Monica, yes. Long Beach, San yeah. Pedro. Yeah, it's compiled from those environments. Yeah. So even you know, uh, I mean, I've always had a good time being from 818. OC, OC is. People just sleep on the uh, elements of the 818 yeah. that are popping because the pockets are more spread out. Like Because said. I say this a lot, too. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I might be from the Valley, but the Valley is Los Angeles. I, no, I'm not denying yeah, that. You know, like I'm people, not knocking it. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. I'm not denying that, but it's Los Angeles County. You're right. Yeah, we are. It's, under, it's what, not the city, city of yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. And what people don't understand is when you get all the way to Compton, yeah. Gardena, Long Beach, Linwood, Linwood, Watts. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? None of them try to claim LA. LA, they claim their own city. Yeah, yeah. So, what sense would it? Yeah, so we all car tripping on each other. Yeah, for no, I, the thing is, for anyone who is not from LA, yeah, to try to make their city sound like it's closer to LA than it is, you kind of like shitting on your city. Yeah, yeah, just think if Snoop Dogg felt that way, we would never have Long Beach. Yeah. He yeah. could have came out just banging L.A. Yeah, he could have, yeah. Yeah, Long that's, Beach that's was not... Point. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. The pride of being a real one is saying, fuck the fact that I'm not from such a branded area yeah, as you. but this is my area regardless. Yeah. yeah, this is my area regardless. I'm from the Valley. Thank you. Yeah. That's what it's really about. Yeah. That's what I respect in real ones everywhere. Yeah. 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 That's why I respect the payback, the way he pushed Rest in Peace from Wizard. He was my artist at the... I was I, I feel like from a perspective of promotion and, and with on our side of the tracks, I don't know nobody that pushed the Valley artists more so than me. Yeah. Go look up payback, big payback. Yeah. Everybody that got any idea, he's from the A one A Valley nigga was his most hot song. I shot the video to it. Well, isn't that. exhibit exhibit from the Valley? No, exhibit is from New Mexico. But he didn't he move to the Valley because to be out there in North Carolina. And then who else? I think. Um, 
I'm the alcoholics were from the valley. I know they from Pacoima, I think. Tash and them used to be out and there. Then isn't, where they from. And then what's that other dude? Uh, Eminem has him. A hip hop dude is uh, I forget his name. Not uh, he's from out here or from he's another from state? the valley. And he's from, what's his name? Um, not not Royce. Um, another one of his dudes is one of the dudes he put on is okay. from the valley. There's a few fools from the valley rapping. Uh, you go to the valley, you'll bump yeah. into a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, plus we got a lot of LA dudes moved out there now too. They live out there. Yeah, I, I had a studio in the valley. I got a spot in the North Hollywood right yeah. now. But I had a studio that a lot of people used to come to right off of Coenga and Magnolia for a couple of years. Yeah, that's an, that's, yeah mm-hmm. I know that area. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know that's the liquor store right there in that corner? Yeah, Coenga and Magnolia. They shot. There's the, a park on the other side. Isn't there a park on the other side? You know, I, from my recollection, Coenga. Coenga Here's a liquor store, you're right. Liquor store, then there used to be like a little shopping center with a um, Little Caesar. Yes. Agnew. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But it's been a while for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't fluent that exact area that much now. Are you a father? Yeah. How many times? I got one 23-year-old and I got two stepkids right now. Okay. Um, have you had to ever deal with your children being like delinquent or were they like pretty straight? No, I didn't. I missed out on a lot of that, unfortunately, going to jail. But they did like... They did pretty good. Up. No, they, they did, did pretty good. good. Yeah, they all did blessed. good. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's good. That's good yeah. to know. Like, how, um, what age did you start getting caught up like in Thir- 13. 13. My first arrest was 13. I had a butterfly knife at my junior high school, Holmes Junior High. Wow. And they took told me, on you. Somebody told on me and they took me right to juvenile hall. My mom had to pick me up after like a day and a half. I remember when it was that simple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When they used to feed you. I remember being juvenile hall, man. They feed you with milk with every meal. Milk with every meal. Yeah. Then they lock you in your room at night. With nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you got yeah. the duke. Yeah. I remember I shitted on myself. Yeah, the bathroom was not in the room like in nah, county jail. You got a bang on the yep. door and bang. Yeah. yeah. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck juvenile hall. Oh, wow, wow, I spent wow. a lot of time there, though, man. Silmar, a little bit in Central. Silmar Central, yeah. Yep. Uh, little LP. Never been to LP. Mm-mm. Lost Pedrino. Yep. My homie died in Los Padrinos. Rest in peace, little Mark. What cops? Yep. Yeah. There was a there was a there's a thing going on, on Instagram right now talking about if you was abusing juvenile justice system. There's that. a huge lawsuit going around. I see that. And yeah. uh, and the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. my mama, they crushed my homie windpipe and killed him on the set. Damn. That's too aggressive. Yep. And then I got another homie who was actually sat in that seat and been a guest on this podcast. If you if right now. Yeah. If you Google Los Padrinos Escape, um, this was like in the late 80s. He was uh, involved in an escape where from the juvenile hall. Damn. Motherfucking staff was knocked out. About eight eight kids escaped. Oh, no shit. Yeah, the homie Lil Jar knocked the staff out. That's all dope. Oh, my, 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 my. Knock on wood, pray I won't spend the day. Yeah. Um, seeing none of my children yeah. in the juvenile hall, I only have... I have four children still young enough that just based on the numbers of their age can potentially make it there. But thank the Lord, the creator, the universe that they doing nothing that even gives me any inclination that that may ever happen. That's good. Even though we know everything can happen, but I've yet to go. Six kids, I got four left that are still juvenile age. God bless. And my grandbaby. Oh, my mama, mama, mama. You ain't got no grandkids? No, not yet. Okay, I think I'm a little jeer than you now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just for the grand, you know, start, right. with yep. grand, start with a G. Yep. Yeah. Central East Lake. What's the, uh, what's the units? I think I was in CD in Central. What, did you ever? Did you have enemies when you was in? I, I, I think we did. My, I was, my tagging crew had enemies, and I think you know, because in the halls it's cracking. It's cracking. not like it's not racial and po- political like in the nah. county and up. Nah, it's I, whoever I, was on with on the street. Yeah, I think I, they put me in a. I, my roommate. I remember when they did floor sleepers. They bring the mattress in and put it on your floor. Yes. Yeah, I had a floor sleeper, and I think he was from 18th Street. And we had to get out because we we had some problems with 18th Street back then. That's when I used to see the 18s and the MSs. I think it's everywhere in Central, all yeah. over, bro. And then I got to realize, damn, I'm coming out to day room in the morning. Thank God I was in the only unit in Central that had, like, one dude from 18th Street. For us, luckily. But it was cool because we just got out in the cell, and then that was, that was it. it. That was it. You know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't push it. I remember the, uh, we'd, be a, we'd be a movement, and yeah. it'd be, we could be, the lines could be far. MS, 18th Street. Yeah. Like, they charge each other, huh? Yes, they Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, they That used to be yeah. crazy. Like, he was crazy. He was kids, though. That yeah. shit was crazy, though. That used to go up and all. Yeah. Uh, oh, 
blah, 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 fuck jail, though. I'm glad you came through, boy. Yeah, me too, bro. I'm, I'm going to need you to come back again, too. Because, Anytime. Uh, our conversation is real organic. Typically, I swear to God, this is going to be one of the most unique episodes to date because we typically have a list of current events that we I know. I've been watching you. Okay, I've been watching. Yeah. I said, I noticed the Bluetooth one, the blue yeah. face one the other day. Yeah, so yeah. now it's like for you to come here and we had no script and for us to be able to fill up a similar amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think we can really benefit from like going with the the regular format next time. But I yeah. really like, I think the audience got to benefit from a lot of my curiosities just yeah. of, you know, who Mohawk Matt is beyond the tattoos. Yeah. There has to be, it's such a story beyond there. I think story. we barely scraped the surface, but I- Yeah, you barely scraped the surface. Yeah. We got more. Yeah. I appreciate you being so Any, candid and yeah. transparent though. Yeah, man. anytime. Yeah. One of the- um projects I'm working on is entitled Levels and Layers, and I, I assume and I'm sure that there are levels and layers to what it is that you just in- introduced us to. Yeah. Very interesting, man. We appreciate it, man. Thank I you, bro. let everybody that know where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me at uh, Instagram, MohawkMatt underscore SFV. Facebook, I think it's my name, Matt Camerano. Uh, Sullen Clothing, Sullen Family. I'm running the Sullen Family one. Um, I'm at a lot of events. You can catch me at To Live and Die in LA. I got my own booth. It's a big event for LA, hosted by my homeboy, Dovetone. Other than that, I'd be all around L.A., parts of Orange County, too. Holler at me. That's right. Mm-hmm. God. Girl, I be living now and all about the money. So what you gonna do when you ain't?